When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a report right here on this man, Javante Williams, baby. Uh, miraculous recovery underway, according to Benjamin Albright. And all I'm hearing is positive things out of Javante Williams' camp. I mean, this guy's looking to form. He's the one of the biggest tackle-breaking monsters in the entire National Football League. He was a moon man last year, a guy we expected to be absolutely out of this world, not not someone from this planet, alien-like on the field, and he tore his ACL. And it was thought that his ACL recovery was going to be a tough road back because he tore his LCL, he tore his ACL. He was projected to be behind Brees Hall in terms of his recovery. And everything pointed to that up until recently. Things have been changing, and now we're hearing words like miracle and that this guy is hard to describe on the field right now. He's getting a heavy workload. The Fantasy Football Show emergency live stream, Javante Williams' emergency live stream begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, we're witnessing potentially an ACL miracle because every single day we're hearing something bigger, better, more exciting in regards to Javante Williams' ACL recovery. And I just I can't even describe how excited I am about what we're hearing today, which is coming from Benjamin Albright, which... You know, this guy's got good information. I'm not saying he's always perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, I lean I lean on anything he says uh, too strongly. But we're, this matches everything we're hearing. This matches every single thing we're hearing the last couple of weeks that has been popping up about Javante. He's taking a full, like, workload. Not just getting in the mix. Not just getting eased back. He's taking a heavy-duty workload in camp that he looks good, he looks amazing, he's cutting good, he's cutting strong, he's confident, he's eager, he's ready to rumble, and this guy is young, young, got the drive, uh, 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 readiness is looking on par for the uh, on par for, for what you need to have happen and line up to have a good ACL recovery season. Everyone says things like, Smitty, uh, I'm telling you, Smitty, you just don't trust running backs their first year back from an ACL tear. That's not the case. That is a Bob-like, ta- uh, a Bob-like uh, take. That is a blanket Bobby. Blanket Bobby will throw a blanket statement on everything. A blanket Bobby will tell you, if you tear your ACL, you're no good to next year. This can be true. But this is a very, very vague way to approach it when you have Adrian Peterson's Smitty, you can't use Adrian Peterson. Why can't we? No one's saying that Javante is going to go run for 2,000 yards, break the all-time rushing record. No one's saying that. 
But the readiness that AP had coming back from his ACL surgery mirrors what we're seeing here. It doesn't mirror what we saw in Barkley where the writing was on the wall that Barkley was nowhere near ready his first year back. And I told you that, that the writing was on the wall and he was an absolute bust for anybody that expected anything, anything close to first round value, second round value, even third round value. He didn't get you that. And the same thing with J.K. Dobbins, totally unprepared. And as I said, to be quite frank and honest, all offseason, it didn't feel like he was ahead of schedule like Brees Hall was. He had a more significant ACL tear. He had the LCL tear on top of the ACL tear. And every sign was pointing to him being slightly behind Brees Hall. But that's not the case right now. And I don't want people to take away from this that Brees Hall's not way ahead of schedule. Brees Hall and Javante are both ahead of schedule. And Javante is so ahead of schedule at this point, which was not said, not 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 said to be the case months ago, that he is looking to be in some cases ahead of Brees Hall or at least on par. Brees Hall is running 23 miles per hour in practice. Let's not act like he is not on his way well past. The, the likes of Barkley and J.K. during this time frame last year. Brees Hall is light years ahead of where those guys were. So is this man. We didn't expect it. We didn't know. We weren't hearing anything until recently. And even his own head coach came out and said, Hey, look, you know, I might say this. I might say that. You may not even want to, you know, you may not even hear the, the, the full facts from me because why am I going to come out here and telegraph what's going on? He, he actually came out and said, like, basically don't trust him moving forward. But what I trust is what I'm, what I'm, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, and all the eyeballs that are on this thing are reporting back that he looks absolutely amazing. It looks amazing. And, uh, I think, uh, I think that we could maybe even, maybe, <laughs> I'm a little tempted to throw this man on a certain list right now. I, I just, I want him back on it so badly. I want him back on it. Do we do it? Do we do it? Do we put him on the moon men list? Is this a, a time where I call upon the people and say, are we vaulting Javante on the moon men list right now? I want I want to know what the people think. I don't want to waste a moon man spot on somebody that we're not quite sure on, but everything's pointing in the right direction. And I'm starting to get the feeling that we're about to see the readiness of Adrian Peterson ACL recovery, maybe in both Brees Hall and Javante Williams. I think both these guys are gonna are gonna look are gonna look the part out the gate. Moon man, Travis says Moon Man. Do it. Let's run it back from last year. But no, says Sandu. Uh, my opinion says no. Deckard says no. Do it. Uh, do it. You won't do it live. Do it live, says Ortiz. Not sure yet. I'm not buying it, brother, says that boy. There's a lot of ACL doubters out there. There's a lot of ACL doubters out there. Don't do it, man, says Rob. Man, you guys, there's a lot of Javante haters up in this mug. What are we doing up in here? Isn't this a Javante? Isn't this a Javante room? What are we doing here? Moon Man Javante? Question mark. Terry says, uh, you know, some of these, some of these uh, comments. Don't do it, man. <laughs> Why, Rob? Why? You just is it because you don't want his value to climb, or because you don't you don't believe? Tough to trust again. Looking good for Javante. Uh, let's let's go do it. Uh, D class says not yet. 
I think you need to be ready to bench stash. Week eight is probably like you're, you got you got a pessimistic outlook. Everything's pointing into a much higher direction than that. Put him on the moon man list. Put him on there. I'm taking Javante every chance I get, says Billy. We're starting to gain some momentum here. Put this man on the moon. <laughs> P Ryan, P Ryan, P Ryan. Welcome, P Ryan owner. Hey, Hazelnut. <laughs> you can always tell a, a P Ryan owner when you see one. Yeah, uh, Eno Benjamin tears his Achilles. Uh, just got offered a trade in my Dynasty League, uh, trading away 2024 first round pick for Javante and Kyle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate that. It depends where the pick is. If it could be a mid to late, then sure, do it live. And uh, anybody from the Denver list says Matt. Okay. Javante is the real deal, says Young. I don't believe it. Tyler says Javante to the moon. <laughs> the moon man dropping loads in outer space. Space the only problem is there's no room on the running back line. Like we gotta we gotta maneuver this around. Can we can we squeeze him in somewhere? Do we gotta put him down here on like the uh like the late list? Like the, these guys are late to the party list or something? Like what are we what are we doing here? Let's put Fields over here. We'll put the QBs right here. We got T Law and, and Fields over here. If we were, I'm not saying it's for sure yet, if we were to put Javante on here. Uh, let's, let's grab this, this box. Let's put Javante, uh, down here. Okay. Let's just see what it looks like. Let's just, let's take a little gander and just, just give it a feel. Let's just see Javante Williams. It looks good. It looks good. The moment of truth, the moment of truth, the moment of truth. If I hit this button right now, he is locked in as a moon man. I'm loving what I'm hearing. I'm loving what I'm hearing. Decisions, decisions. Do it live. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Javante Williams back on the moon man list. Space monsters. Repeat fashion. He looks fantastic on this list, guys. He looks great. It looks totally fitting. I, 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 I'm, I'm thrilled to do it. I'm thrilled to do it. Uh, you know, I wish we could have done it earlier, but we really had to be careful. Um, we had to be cognizant of what was going on. We had to be uh, vigilant. And quite honestly, everything I'm seeing looks fantastic. Looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, Mile High says to the moon, welcome back, bang, bang, uh, let's go, says Fitzy, put him on the Mars man list, not yet, Matt, that's a little presumptuous, but I, I'm feeling great about it, T Terrell's happy, there are 20 now, nice round number, Kincaid is another fantasy bust, okay, my opinion, I'm coming to the conclusion that my opinion doesn't like my opinion, <laughs> because he, he doesn't like it, I'm just, I'm just curious, my opinion, why, um, why you watch, <laughs> you know, like I'm not trying to lose a viewer here. I'm just curious as to what it is that you enjoy about my show at all, because I don't think you like a single thing I like, which, which is okay. We're all entitled to our own, my opinions, my opinion, but I, I just don't see what the allure is in my show to you. 
<laughs> but I, I still appreciate you. Fitzy in the building. boy, Fitzy. I'm feeling good about this, gentlemen, and ladies and gentlemen. And and I got another exciting announcement to make. Um, I think this is what we're going to start doing go forward. <sighs> anytime, anytime, anytime the, the I, I guess I got to decide when. But we're going to have the highest super chatter of the month, I think. I don't know how we're going to... If you guys have ideas on how to do this, too, let, let me know your ideas. But the highest super chatter of the year gets their own emoji, okay? The highest super chatter of all time, um, uh, we, we can come up with another thing for that as well. And that currently is Ron Navy and the highest super chatter of a single... A single uh, I'm sorry. Highest super chatter of all times, Ron Navy. A highest super chatter um, of 2023 is Garrett, and he's got his own emoji. So we got to come up with something that the the highest super chatter of all time has as well, in terms of a staple on the show. Uh, gifted memberships of all time will come up with something, but I'm also going to create something to where the highest super chatter during I don't know maybe the month or whatever it is that we can come up with, uh, and you guys can throw your ideas. Maybe they get the phone line named after them. And we say something to the tune of, and, you know, let's go to the uh, Travis Rowe phone lines. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. The phone lines. So something to the effect of this. Um, and if you guys got ideas, let me know. But the phone line... We might name after somebody that's holding some sort of super chat uh, crown. So if you guys got an idea on that, let me know. But like that's an example. Um, let me know what you guys think about that. High super chatter after I win best ball uh, mania. That'd be great, my high. I appreciate that. What do you guys think about Javante? Let's hit the uh, let's hit the the Travis Rowe phone lines. Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. So, I don't know how we're going to do that. Anybody have any ideas as to how we should name that? I think that would be a, a fantastic way to celebrate somebody. And we could even, like, do something along the lines of, look, look, Travis, row, phone line. You know, like, this is, I'm just using Travis as an example here. So, if it was like, you know, it'd be like that. And, and I don't know, I don't know who or how or what or how we should do it, but let me know what you guys think should be that that title holder um and and we'll figure it out but but maybe it's the highest super chatter of the month maybe it's the highest super chatter during um the first five minutes of the show that would be kind of a cool one i think you know kick off the show in a good way so the first the highest super chatter of the year within the first five minutes of any show gets their name right there that could be something that we we inch toward that's pretty good so let's let's look let's look into that. Let's look into that. I think that would be a fantastic way uh, to get the phone line going in a different direction. Okay, so mir miraculous in terms of miraculous and all those things coming out. Uh, phone lines are open. Let me open the phone lines and drop the number on screen. I'd love for you guys to call in and talk about this situation. Phone lines are open. Dial in. We got our first phone call here. Uh, not nine five six. Who's this? You're live on the show. And where are you calling from? 
Tech, you're calling from Texas, and what's your name, bro? Mike. Mike. Hey, what's, Smitty, how's it going, man? What's up, Mikey? Hey, hey, Smitty, I'm in a real jam, man. I got Garrett Wilson and Travis Kelsey, and, and I don't know who to keep. In a PPR, full PPR. One man keeper league, is it unlimited years that you get to keep them? Like, what's the detail behind that? Yeah, 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 unlimited, unlimited years. Um, I I probably say you probably go. I guess you go Garrett Wilson because of the unlimited factor. Sure. Um, what I can okay, if I it was it. if it was like a one or two year type of thing, I definitely would. I definitely would probably lean Kelsey just because you know maybe you could draft uh, Garrett Wilson back as well. But that's probably what I yeah. what I'll be thinking is okay. There's there's not a huge huge difference between the redraft value anyway, and then when you factor in the longevity of that, I definitely would take Garrett Wilson. Okay, thanks so much to me. Thanks. Hey, but, yeah, before you go, you, you're liking Javante Williams in this news. Like, how, how are you feeling about him being added to the Moonman list? I know it's a little presumptuous on our part. It's a oh, little bit. Oh, man, I, I'm real happy about that. I had him uh, his rookie year, and then um, I dropped him to pick up uh, Calvin Ridley off of waivers to, like, maybe I could keep him. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm going to stick with Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, baby, all the way. I like it, man. All right. Good call, pal. All right. Yeah, but definitely, man, Moon Man, all the way. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and if you want, you can just mute yourself and stand hold for a little bit if you want. If not, no problem. Um, I'm going to have a, a couple of people on the phone line, or if you want to call back or if you need to go, no problem. I'm going to get through these Super Chats real all quick. Right, and then, yeah. All right, man. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, later. Okay. Uh, Blake with a Super Chat. Blake says, what do I do? Keep CMC and lose my third, keep St. Brown and lose my fifth, or keep Waddle and lose my fifth, or keep Walker and lose my tenth? That's I mean, Walker in the tenth is fantastic, but I think you can still get him like in the fifth or sixth round right now, so I'm willing to kind of let him go and get him in a bargain still. I'll probably see St. Brown. Well... CMC in the third's great. I mean, if if you can win big cash money and you're still expecting to have a lot of good keeper options next year, maybe you do do CMC in the third. You know, because you got to think to yourself, Blake, and let, let me know if I'm wrong, that you're going to have a lot of opportunities to to set yourself up for a good decision next year. You don't have to make this decision. Like, look at all the decisions you have right now. You know, you have all of these options to choose from. So why why worry about something long term when you're going to set yourself with with a great opportunity next year no matter what? I'd say CMC final answer CMC third round that's that's a heck of a deal and it allows you to build really good. I do love St. Brown in the fifth if you feel like you want to have some sort of keeper value on top of it. Uh, that boy with a five dollar hauler says uh, so. This is so W this Javante news. What would you trade? What would his trade value be? I got Pollard, Brees, Hall starting. Starting W, Madison, Dylan, Warren, Charbonnet, Kincaid, Flowers, go get him. Okay, I think you're just listing your team off. I would say, bro, I would say, I don't think you need to force anything. I mean, you got some good RBs. Would I trade Madison for him? Absolutely. Would I trade Madison and Warren for him? Absolutely. Would I trade Madison and Dylan for him? Maybe, yeah. And would I get rid of Charbonnet or Kincaid? No. Flowers? No. Not in keeper leagues. I'd keep those guys. But I'd definitely get rid of Madison, throw Dylan in, Madison, Warren, 
Madison, somebody else. Um, Flowers straight up potentially, but I really like Flowers, and you're so you're you're pretty good at RB with Pollard and Brees. I don't mind it. If you were to go Flowers for Javante, I could understand, but I think I'd I think I'd try and do it cheaper than that because you can. Appreciate you, that boy, for your super chat. Rockout says Javante Williams track coming soon. Thank you, Rockout. Appreciate you. Uh, you tripping here, Smitty, but I respect your opinion. I'm tripping for what? For Javante? No, bro. Uh, Javante or Kamara? Uh, right now, Javante. Javante's looking good. Deckard in the building. Appreciate you, Deckard. Deckard first in the building. Deckard is the first super chatter of the day, so he gets a standing ovation. Appreciate Deckard, my guy. Okay, that boy, Blake, rock out. Dallas, overcome. Deckard, appreciate you all dropping those supers. Keep them coming. And the phone lines are still wide open. We got Tyler dialing in right now. We got Mile High, Di- Mile High Magic, and Mystic all dialing in at the same time. Let's go to Tyler first. Tyler, you're live. How are you doing? How are you doing, Smitty? I'm good, bro. This news is just what I needed today because, I, you know, I love Javante, man. I absolutely love him. You guys know that. Um, and I've been a little skeptical because we, we haven't had much of an update until the last couple of weeks, and everything's been positive. It's time. It's time to get excited. It's time to start. You know, there's still a little risk involved, and I don't know where I would draft him. Like, is he breaching fifth-round territory? Maybe. I think in in the sixth round, he's a steal, and I think we continue to try and just stay focused on round six and not get ahead of ourselves. I think once we start getting ahead of ourselves, then we start losing the ability to to attack this from a risk-averse perspective. You know what I mean? We got to go in guarded. We can't let our guard down. We got to say six round smash. There's no need to go any earlier than that. If we approach a territory where Javante, and this isn't even like hitting big news wires right now. This is Benjamin Albright, who, you know, he's, he's a he's a big uh, analyst, but there's not, there, you know, this isn't being picked up by Schefter or Rappaport or ESPN reporting on it. This is just a question that a follower asked him on Twitter, I believe, and he responded and it's just more confirmation of what we've been hearing, and that's why we're here, to kind of get ahead of this thing. And I think this is the trend we're going to see. So this very quiet, under-the-radar tweet by Benjamin Albright that's not getting picked up and really floated out anywhere is is us catching something before it's going to rise. It's like the reverse of catching a falling knife. We're, we're trying to catch something before it catches fire. And I, and I think that that's where Javante's value is headed. So let's continue to take him at six. But Tyler, what can I do for you? How are you feeling about it? And is there anything else on your mind? Well, you know, I, I respect I respect everything you do. And I, I'm loving your moon man list. I'm trying to target all those guys. But this is, this is I think this is the one where I'd have to disagree a little bit. And that's I'm right. sure I'll probably get a lot of hate from no. the viewers. But this no. is one that I'm, I'm not too sure about. Um and I know you, you you brought up Adrian Peterson and how he came back, but I think for me, if I'm drafting, I'd avoid him and maybe look to trade for him later in the year. Not a bad um, idea either. I, bad. I don't know if I could draft him, you know, in round five, six, where certain guys are going um, that I might like who might have an impact early on in the season where Javante, I think he might have a bit of a slow start, even though this is all great news. He could, you could trade. He could, but like, like I was saying, if he does get going though, like right away, there's, there's no turning back. There's no, there's no going and getting him later. So there is going to be a calculated risk involved in both sides. The calculated risk you're taking is that he does start off slow, 
and looks good and that you could jump in at the right moment, which is going to be hard timing. It's not like that's the easiest thing to do. Like, oh, I'm going to go get, when do you get them? Do you get them before he has a big game? Because if, if you get them after he has a big game, you're not getting them. So I, I get what you're saying and I respect it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being cautious and, and all that. But I think we do enough leagues. We do enough best ball leagues on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Everybody hit that, that link. I'm going to drop in the live chat right now. It's also in the description of every single video. And tonight we're drafting. So if you want to see where Javante goes tonight, hit the link right now. I just dropped it. But I have to say, Tyler, like if you if you want to get in on this, you can't really wait till later because this is not a slow recovering player. This is going to be something that's going to be more advanced. Everyone likes to just say ACLs are the same. They're not. They're not. Every single ACL recovery is different. And it's all about readiness. And Javante's readiness is light years ahead of JK and Barkley's. And if Barkley almost pulled it off, and he wasn't even, he was barely ready to cut just weeks before the season. If, if Javante's light years ahead of Barkley, and Barkley almost pulled it off, I'm just telling you right now, you're probably, you probably want to get in in a couple of spots, maybe limited. Otherwise, you're probably not going to get him because the idea of trading for him later, it's a good idea and a good theory, but it's not going to probably, I think, pan out that way. I got, I got, I got two things and you can move on to somebody else. Yeah. Um, one question regarding Javante, would you be more willing to wait on Javante more in like that fifth, sixth round like you were talking about or take a swing at like Brees Hall in the third? What would I be more willing to do? How about both? Yeah, more willing. Why do I got to choose? Because I, I, I think that there's you know, risk involved in both. And for me, uh, I, I forgot the, the term, cautious something. Um, cautious Caleb. Whatever you, whatever. Yeah, yeah, cautious Caleb. Yeah. I think uh, I'd be more willing to take one of them, not both of them. Well, but but how many leagues do you play in, bro? One? There's no way, right? I play in three. How many? Just three. Three. And do you play any best ball? Do you play? No, it's all, it's all redraft. I'll read that. Okay. Do you, do you, can you play best ball in your state? You should try it. You should try it. Promo code Smitty. I got the link in the... I'm telling you, you should partake in some best ball because that's where you can dabble with, with a $5 entry, a $3 entry, and a chance to win 30K, 50K, whatever the prize is for that particular league. But to dabble in Javante and best ball would at least allow you to partake. And then maybe you don't have to do it in your three leagues or whatever. But I, I get it, bro. I don't blame you. Um... I don't think there's anything wrong with banking on Brees and Javante. It is very, you know, risk heavy. But at the same time, these two guys are showing signs of recovery that are different than the ones, uh, the players that have failed to to bounce back in year one. The biggest concern you have with an ACL recovered player is compensation injury. There's there's really not a huge risk of re tearing the ACL. It's more a fact of they go out there, they're pulling their leg up limp. They're dra- like you remember J.K. trying to run and he couldn't pick his legs up and yeah. there, there was a J.K. looked awful for a little while. James Robinson looked like garbage out there running for touchdowns and people are like, "See, Etn's garbage, Smitty. You're wrong about Etn in week one and week two. And you watch the film and, and Robinson's trying his best. It wasn't his fault, but he had the Achilles. He had the Achilles. It was different than the ACL. But I'm just saying, like these players weren't ready. James Robinson wasn't ready. Barkley wasn't ready. J.K. wasn't ready. Javante is light years ahead of where both JK and Barkley were with their ACL recoveries. And he still got over 30 days. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like 
you're maybe making this decision, and I don't blame you. I'm not. I'm just trying to help influence you. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. Um, because oh, yeah, every, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but don't think about it right now. Like you're making this decision as if you're. It's a little risky, Javante. He's not going out there for thirty plus days, <laughs> and he's already looking like a miracle on the field. So that's all I'm saying. You're not going to get in later. You're just not. Right. I got one more question for you. Yeah, hit me with it. Hop with somebody. So uh, it, it, it's looking more and more, speaking of ACLs, it's looking more and more like Dalvin Cook isn't going to sign with New York, um, which obviously would make me more interested in, in Brees Hall in that third round if, if, he, if I can get him. Um, but in that third round, I, I do like Jameer Gibbs, the guy you always talk about. Who, who would you lean towards if Dalvin Cook didn't sign over in New York? Um, Gibbs is, in my opinion, in retrospect, going to be worth a first-round pick. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying to take him there. I'm not saying if you take yeah. him. If you take him in the second, I'm sending you on a lap. If but but so he's a third. <laughs> he's a third rounder. It, at the very very earliest, you take him at three point one at the two three turn. Like that's the only thing I'll condone because anything else is recklessly stupid, kicking yourself right in the nutsack. If if you if you draft him in round two because you're overly excited, you're an overly excited Eric. Because you heard me talk about him saying he's got first-round talent. Oh, Smitty! I have people that listen to me after I preface it just like I did. I couldn't be more clear. Somebody's going to DM me and say, Smitty, you better be right about Gibbs. I just took him at 12. And I'm going to say, <laughs> I, I disown you. I disown you. I want nothing to do with this. Don't tie me to this. <laughs> but to well, emphasize... So, so you, would, you would lean more towards Gibbs in that third round. Than, than yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. For right now, it doesn't mean Brees can't get there very quickly, but but Gibbs is going to be an absolute monster, bro. Just an absolute oh, I'm, I'm monster. I'm I'm targeting I'm targeting Alave in the second, Gibbs in the third, getting Bijan. I'm going to for sure Bijan in the first. So yeah, that's, anybody that's my... any, anybody Sandu, no, I love you, pal. I love you back. But anybody, no offense, Sandu, this is kind of kind of aiming aimed at ang, angled at you. But anybody that takes Gibbs in round two is just obliviously, no offense, Sandu, obliviously too excited. They, they they don't even have the the patience to even attempt. It doesn't these numbers you're saying, they don't mat they don't you can't just throw out numbers and say he's gonna get this, he's gonna get that. You have to take him where his value is like sitting constantly. You know, and if let's say you got an early uh, a late third round pick, and you're like, what are you gonna do though? Like, you're gonna take them in the in the top of two because if you have a late second round pick, that means you have an early third round pick. So take them in the third round. If you've got a mid second right. round pick, you got a mid third round pick. He's going in the mid third round like clockwork. And Sandu, unless you're drafting with people that watch this show, and there's there's eleven of them with you in the draft, there's no way Gibbs is going before three point four. 3.5 there's just it's just not going to happen um at least nine 98 times out of 100 right now but he will he will climb he will there will be a point where he climbs into the two three turn and then you do have to make a decision later like sandu if you think if you think that i won't be there to tell you to take him around two, you're you haven't listened to what i've said because i've said we will get there I'll be the first person to tell you to take him in round two, just like I was the first person to tell you to take Bijan as the number one running back. But what did I say the entire offseason? Pace yourself, young man. Pace yourself, Peter. 
Don't don't go into the 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 Bijan Robinson is the number one running back overall yet unless we have to get there. Once once we get there, Sandu, I will be the first analyst in the entire industry to say punch the button, uh, take Gibbs in in the bottom of two, you know, or like the the, the twenty to twenty four overall territory. I will green light it when the time is right, but right now is not right for me to green light second round value is recklessly stupid. Because there's no reason to do it, Sandu. There's no reason. Uh, ready to take him is fine. Get, get get prepared. Maybe a month from now, maybe two weeks from now, if he breaks off a long run, we've got to jump there. And, and again, I will be the first person to tell you to do it. I promise you, Sandu. I've said it from the beginning. He's got top five running back value. In retrospect, Jameer Gibbs will be a top 10 overall pick. In retrospect. Okay, so we're we're there. We're I'm I'm literally promoting him as much as I can, but I'm gonna be careful with it because I can't have people going out there get take him at 15. Saying Smitty said take him at 15. That's not smart. It's not smart. It's not smart at all. Uh, he will get there. He will be in the second round. Just be patient and don't over, don't overdo it. Don't don't expedite it. Like Sandu, you start drafting him over and over and over in round two. You start getting other people to see it. Now everybody's getting comfortable with it. He will get there. Be patient with Gibbs getting into round two. Stop expediting it. It's going to happen, and we're going to be there for it. We're going to be the first show and analyst and, and community to 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 support Jameer Gibbs round two because there's going to be a lot of haters behind it too, just like there's still a lot of haters, a lot of them, behind Bijan being the running back one. A lot of haters behind that. But but we're, we expect it. There's going to be so many haters that say, Smitty, I can't believe you're telling people to take Jameer Gibbs in round two. I can't wait for the haters to come knocking at my door once we're, we're pushing that out. But we have to be patient, Sandu. You can't do it yet. Now's not the time. I'll tell you when to strike. You know in Braveheart, when they've got those spikes down and Braveheart says, hold, hold. And the horses are riding, Hold. And everybody's got those spikes, but they're holding them real low. And if you bring them up too early, the horses are going to stop and you're not going to be able to get them. He yells, hold until the very last second. Hold! <laughs> and then you're like, you're on the edge of your seat. The horses are getting closer. And at the end, you're like, no! And they pull them up and the horses go right into the spikes. It's like, Sandu, I'm trying to time it with you. I'm, we're trying to time it. You pull that, you're pulling the spike up before the horses are, are even like a mile away, bro. A mile away. Okay. Um, hang tight, Tyler. Uh, let's go over to Mile High. Mile High, go ahead. You got to, uh, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? What's up? Uh, just wanted to call Hold? in a resident Bronco fan here. Hold. Um, <laughs> go hello? ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say this is probably the best news I've heard all off season because it's been rough times in Broncos country. It has not been a fun ride with Russell Wilson. He's cooking dog water. Uh, I have no faith in the man until I see it on the field. So to hear that Javante's coming back and looking strong, you know, we got Joe Lombardi coming over from the Chargers, um, and then we got our new head coach with Peyton. I think it's going to be a good season for Javante. I like the hype, and I like to have something to root for. Yeah. Uh, Genius says, I love you, Smitty, but I got them Bijan receipts. What does that even mean, Genius? <laughs> what, on, what on earth could you possibly mean by this talking to me? The biggest Bijan believer, touter, 
uh, pusher. Like, what, what, what does this even mean? Receipts from what? Receipts of me telling you he's the running back one? Is that is that what you're talking about? Because you like CMC? What are we even doing here? What are you talking about, genius? I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, bro, Javante, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I, think, I think we all need to be extremely, extremely cautiously optimistic. And cautiously means let's keep attacking round six and... Let's not let's not push it. You know what I mean. Let's let's not push our luck. Similar to to Gibbs in round three, not round two yet. Even though we're gonna get there, don't tell anybody. It's like, you know, it, it's like what what are we gonna what are we gonna do? Take him take Javante in five when we still have a little bit of things, some things we need to see. You know, proven. This is Benjamin Albright, but 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 it's all lining up. So it's not like I'm taking this one report. It's just this is me sniffing out. At the um, surface level, stuff that's not really spreading and catching wind yet, you know? Because once this catches wind and we start seeing the value climb, I don't think Javante goes up much at all in the next couple days or week unless this catches big. But this is him responding to a, uh, like just a Twitter question, you know? So this isn't going to have, this is probably isn't going to have Ian Rappaport or Schefter retweeting it or anything because this is just a comment. But. Well it's such an it's such You've an amazing. The, uh... Sorry, you you also got the injury to Tim Patrick, so that's one less weapon that they have to give more to feed to Devonte. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we we got we got a couple of supers here. I'm going to get to in one second. Uh, anything else you want to ask? You can uh, sit on hold mile high, but anything else, and then and then I'm going to jump to these supers and then circle around the phone line. You can stay on the phone line, but do you have anything else quickly you want to toss at me? One last thing, just what do you think this does for P. Ryan uh, shares? Because I took a lot of him early in the year. Um, do you think that he's going to be completely eclipsed if, if Javante's healthy, or will he still have a role? Uh, I think P. Ryan will still have a role, but I, I think certainly the, the experiment of P. Ryan that everybody thought would they, they were going to be able to see play out probably won't. He'll be there. And we don't know. Maybe Javante suffers a setback. Maybe they say, you know what, he's looking like a phenomenal miracle, but we're still going to give him ten touches for the first four weeks. You know, what I mean, like we—that's we, why I'm saying that's why six round is where we need to stay until we know more information because we're still batting blind. But I think we're batting blind when we're smelling a, uh, you know, a piece of glory in the making. You know, what I mean, we can sniff it, we can smell it, we can feel that it's going to happen, but it's just we don't know the timing of it. The timing makes it delicate and you need to even if you're excited just like sandu needs to be delicate with the gibbs in round two when you don't need to do it it's to your own advantage you're shooting yourself in the foot it's like walking up to a it's like walking up to a um to buy a home okay and the home's listed at two hundred ninety nine thousand dollars, and you walk up without even asking what the price is you you drop 320 on the table and say i just think it's 320 and you don't even ask. You don't even ask. You don't. You don't feel it out. Like you literally just overspent. You know, it, and that's that's what you got to be careful of. You got to make sure you're using the fair market value so that you have more money and more ability to go get other things. Imagine dropping three thirty on a home that you could have got for two ninety nine, and you could you had you had thirty one thousand dollars you could have spent on the on the backyard or on furniture or just putting your savings account like. So when Sandu, you're building a team and Gibbs in round two, you're not you're gonna walk away with a lesser team than you not because of Gibbs, but because you didn't maximize your potential. Same thing with Javante. You take him around five right now off of this news, 
and you mm -hmm. don't use the suggested rank to your ultimate advantage and push it a little bit too. You don't need them in all four of your leagues. If you drafted, let's say you don't do any best ball. Okay, let's just say you have three or four leagues. Don't feel you have to get them in all four of them. You know, push the limit, get them in six, and you'll get them in at least one of them. And then you can enjoy the, the fruits of his labor if he goes out there and drops loads all over the place. Uh, Blake, thank you for your super chat. Hang tight callers real quick. Um, that boy says, so but Javante News, what would be his trade value? I got brief. Oh, I already answered that one. Thank you, uh, uh, that boy, for dropping a super chat. Uh, uh, bon bo bonus bonus says, uh, I took Gibbs six round in my grandma league. Uh, yeah, way to go, bro. Way to go. Way to work over the, the bingo club. Um, I don't know how many of them were asleep taking their nap when you were drafting, but fantastic job. Appreciate your super chat, by the way. Smitty, 14-team PPR. I have the nine picks, so do I... Do you think I could get Gibbs in the second round, or is that a reach? Well, Melvin, you heard me already rant on this, I think, enough. <laughs> but no, uh, I I don't know. I guess in a 14-team, it's a little bit different because you potentially are breaching third-round ter territory at that nine pick. I guess you could argue, but I think what I would advise you to do, Melvin, even though because it's 14, is feel out that ADP. You know, that, that suggested rank, not to draft by it, but to manipulate it. And if you think you can get away with Gibbs slipping, only you're going to know that when you're on the clock looking at the number of players left. And if it's if he's the sixth ranked player and you've got, you know, five picks until you're, you know, whatever, you know my what I'm trying to say. If, if it matches up barely, then you're probably going to lose him, you know. But if he's like 12 players down and you got 10 picks or nine picks until your, your, your draft selection... You could try and push it, and if you did, you're going to win a league type of thing versus taking Gibbs early. And you still may win, but you're not getting that that massive home run ability as much as, much as you would have. So you just got to make that call, your, your judgment call, when you're on the clock based on the suggested rank. Bonuses says, I got Bijan, Gibbs, Hall, Olave, Watson, and Fields in my grandma league. $2,500 the first place, place, I think, Smitty just got... Got me kicked out for a future leagues. They're going to ban you. Exactly. They're going to ban you. You got them. You smashed them to pieces. Got them. Unbelievable, bro. Gibbs to the moon. Gibbs, this guy right here, Gibbs to the moon. This guy, Gibbs to the moon. And, and this report from yesterday, just so people know, uh, two-headed monster. We're hoping that this, as much as it might excite some, we're hoping that this vision of two running backs is actually going to trigger some doubt. So this couldn't be, I think, a better report to drop because I, I'll tell you, in the Gibbs video I did, um, we haven't heard very much Gibbs uh, doubt for a while. And in my Gibbs is him video, the video like one or two videos ago, where I talk about this ESPN report calling this a two-headed monster at running back, which some people think, like I said, is a positive, but a majority of the people don't. And 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 so in the comments of there, we see two, three, four people popping up. And I'm not saying people can't have different opinions, and I'm not saying I'm always going to be right. But the fact that there are already two, three, four haters in the comments saying, you guys need to put Monty on the Moon Men list. Or you guys need to uh, realize that Monty ain't going away. Uh, Gibbs is the next DeAndre Swift. There's literally like three or four of those comments popping up from that video. Meaning that this did exactly what I think it did. Which was it encouraged the, the people on the fence to jump off and go the other direction. Because they're reading this from a, a pessimistic perspective. They're saying two-headed monster. Oh no. 
Oh no, running back by committee, David Montgomery. He's the new Jamal Williams. He's taking all of Gibbs's work. This is Swift 2.0. There's so many Swift 2.0 comments. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it, 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 this could be the best thing for Gibbs. And so Sandu, I'm kind of feeling like the news right now is trending in a direction to drive Gibbs down a touch. That's why I say that to, to wait. Bonus, you're absolutely got him in your league, bro. Smashed him to pieces. Um, in, in a way, you should be absolutely proud and ashamed at the same time because you're rolling whoever. If that's family, family, they're not going to talk to you uh, and probably won't invite you to Christmas. If it's a friend, they'll probably defriend you at that point, the way you're taking advantage of them. Um, let's go over to um, uh, Deckard. Deckard, you're live on the show. Hold. What's up, Smitty? What's up? Oh, Hold. Um, I don't know Hey, uh, I think six rounds pretty safe. Yeah. Um, this current draft I'm in, he went 7.9, so, I mean, that would be pretty fair. Uh, what about Miles Sanders or, uh, you know, Kenneth Walker? You still like you like both of them ahead of him? Miles Sanders? I, I, I could actually – I know this isn't going to be popular, but I could actually – and Sanders is going ahead of him by quite a bit, so this is not a fair comparison. But I feel like I would rather draft, uh, let's say, a London if he fell or a Fields in round five where Sanders might go and then take Javante in six. But I can't you know, argue Javante over Sanders because their ADPs aren't close yet. Um, as far as Walker, I take Walker over both those guys without a, without a, without blinking an eye, without batting an eye. Not, yeah, Walker to me is still a, that top fifteen overall player that he was before Charbonnet was drafted. So Walker to me is one of, and that's why he's one of the best picks in fantasy football twenty twenty three. Um, those videos are all four of them on my YouTube homepage. If you just go to the main page of my YouTube channel. And you scroll down just a little bit, there'll be a row. They're the only four videos in that row. And there's a reason that all four of these guys are the best picks in fantasy football 2023 in my mind. And that doesn't change. You know, that doesn't change. And so a lot of people will ask questions like you just asked right now. And I, I, I just reference that and say, look, I, I didn't create those videos for fun. <laughs> you know, like those are those are my boys. Um at cost of entry, because they're all like third and fourth and fifth round players. You know, every single one of these guys, Joe Burrow's now going in six. Uh, Gibbs is going in three, sometimes four. Unless you're in Sandu's draft, he'll take him two. Don't do it, Sandu. Uh, he will get there. He'll get to two and we'll support it because he's worth that. He's worth a top 15 overall pick easy. Uh, it's just you can't do it. You can't do it. You're, you're wasting your opportunity. This guy's falling to round five like clockwork now. He's cemented into the 5-6 territory because of the groin injury. And Fields is a... Sometimes he's a third, sometimes he's a fifth, sometimes he's a fourth. It really depends on the group of people, the scoring. But on average, he's a four to five round guy, and that can win you a league. These are the, the league winners. They're all outside of round three, four. It's crazy. Uh, what else you got, Mystic? Okay, uh, let's go over to Rob. Rob, you're live. Smitty, how you doing, man? I'm good, bro. I love that uh, Braveheart analogy. It had me yelling hold in my car back when you were about to, about to let it go. Hold! <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I'm going to get my two cents on the uh, um, Javante, but you got me all hyped up hey, talking about Gibbs, too, because I love that guy. Can I, can, I, can I throw something out there? Can we do a contest here? Uh, the, 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 the best 
video clip of you screaming hold in front of your family repeatedly until they're like, what are you doing <laughs> constantly? Like I want like three or four or five times hold, hold, oh. and just get their reaction. Oh, I'm man. like, what are you doing? The best clip sent to me wins a lifetime content membership to the fantasyfootballshow.com, the $99 package. The, we'll vote on it too. So send me those clips. Uh, you can email me at at, uh, at at the. You can send them on IG. Send them to me on IG, and then tell me that you did it. Or or you can just go to you know go to uh, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and just e email me through the site. Okay, there's a contact form and everything. And if you want to send me that video clip, I I will literally give the winner. We'll vote on it. A lifetime membership. I just want to see your family's like impromptu reaction. So you just screaming hold over and over. Hold! Hold! Sounds like some fun homework uh, for the weekend. All right, go ahead, Rob. Um, so, yeah, so I was a little uh, pessimistic on the uh, Javante Moonman. And, you know, there's a few reasons. And you sort of touched on them a bit as you, you know, elaborated more on it. But uh, I need a little bit more than, like, the promising camp report to start to, like, put, like, that level of investment into him at this point. Like, I, I don't doubt what he's capable of at 100%, but I don't – you know, we got Peyton coming in. We're not quite sure how he's going to run things. We had a good idea from his New Orleans days, but how is he going to treat him coming off injury if he really values him? Maybe he doesn't play him that much coming in because he knows he's going to be here for the long haul and he doesn't want to, you know, push him too hard early. So, and, and, you know, it's still hard to separate, you know, what's fluff from, you know, what's legit when it comes to, yeah, you know, but, I didn't hear anything about him running 23 miles an hour like Brees yet. But here's the, here's like the that. reality check though. Here's the reality check. Where, where was he getting drafted last year? Oh yeah. It was like a second round or first. Probably. Yeah. So, so no one's asking like where, where was Barkley getting drafted before his ACL tear the, the top five, where was Barkley getting drafted the yeah. first year back top five? So the fact that Javante is right. going from a second rounder to a sixth or seventh rounder right now, I think that needs to be considered here when we start trying to like compare the 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 reason for avoiding or to the level that we want to avoid a player. He's going around six sure. or seven, you know. So if he is the same player, if I if we're right, the Javante believers, you're win, you're smashing your league to pieces. If we're wrong. He eventually, even if he doesn't get up to full go till midseason, he's earning you seventh round value with ease, bro. But if he, if if let's say right. he takes like four or five weeks to get going, then it's kind of borderline depending on how good he plays the remaining part of the year, whether he crushes the sixth round value or ends up, uh, you know, like getting you your money back. But I think he'd have to get re-injured for you to not get your sixth round value back. You have to really get injured. Hit to get injured. I could see that. Like I, I could see at the end of the day, right? You know, we see the stats accumulated, but at the same time, like if I'm, you know, smashing him, like I want to know that I'm putting him in my lineup pretty much every week, and I, I wouldn't have the confidence to be like, oh, hey, let's just throw him in there week one. You know, I'd rather be like trying to get you know another guy you know you love and I love too. Like if like a Dotson is falling in that range, or if I can get like a Lawrence that's falling in that range, these are the kind of guys I would I would snap up without question over like a Javante uh, right now. 
and I and I'd be one of the guys who's you. I'm right in the front, you know, with Bijan from day one. I'm ready to take up Gibbs in the middle of the third round, no question. So for me, then I'm like, okay, I've already got that in place. I'm looking for you know the receiver guy well, or quarterback I, 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 at that point. As I always say, bro, it comes down to to this as well. It's like a. Here, here's the here's the scale, you know, and and here's the the bucket on each side of the scale, and the risk, and the upside. They're they're pretty even right now, you know, and so the scale the scale isn't like going one direction or the other. It's it's in the middle. So six round value. So in that in that sense, I always tell you when that when that that scale isn't like heavy upside like like this to where the scale is essentially smashed down and the risk is not heavy enough to even, you know, put this in jeopardy for you. Like this is when you draft a guy over and over and over when the scale is even you're drafting him in one out of, let's say four leagues as an example. So Javante doesn't have his scale, the upside part smashed down on the side. It's an even 50, 50 type of thing. So, you know, no one's saying to draft him in every league. I'm just saying you, you probably want to get one share because if he goes out there and starts killing it right away, which is totally possible, Adrian Peterson didn't. I don't want to hear that that's something you can't use because no one's trying to say he's going to run for 2,000 yards. It's more about every every, every once in a while, the the certain running backs are going to respond differently to, to the ACL recovery. And Javante is light years ahead of where Barkley was, and his readiness is on par with what Adrian Peterson was. It doesn't matter if the, the stats don't line up. I'm not arguing that. But I think uh, I think you'll want to be in an, at least one league. And if not, do do some best balls, and then you're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I agree that I'd be more, you know, in line with like a 25% share as opposed to, sure. hey, this dude's 66, I'm taking him every time. Yeah, dude, so I, I my, my exposure. Was a little bit in my thinking when I was like, don't do it, man. My go forward yeah, exposure. My go for it exposure won't be over fifty percent, but it could definitely be around forty or fifty percent because I love the sixth, seventh round value. And and sometimes he goes later. Sometimes he goes seven. Sometimes he goes seven and a half. Um all right. Hey, uh, uh I I'm gonna jump her off the phone line here. I'm gonna circle back a little later tonight. We got two about two hundred people in the room. Punch that thumb up button, get that over hundred thumbs up if we could, guys. Uh uh any final right, thoughts? Man, final ten seconds, Rob. Anything? Oh, uh no, move on. <laughs> okay, later, Rob. Appreciate you, uh, Mystic. Final ten seconds. Go. Hey, quick question. Yeah. Regarding Javante. <clears throat> Dynasty. Deckard. See you, Deckard. Right. Dynasty. What? Uh, Dynasty twelve team superflex. It's a it's a trade offer I got. Um, it involves Javante Williams and uh, Jameer Gibbs. So I would be giving away Josh Allen and Jameer Gibbs. Oh, oh, and I'll be getting back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be getting back Bryce Young. Bryce Young or Bryce Young? Bre- Williams. Bryce Young. Okay. Everyone, yeah, everyone, uh, everyone, Bryce says Bre- Young. Bryce Young. Okay. Javante Williams and five first round picks. Five first round picks. Yeah. Uh, do we uh, do we know where those first rounders are? So it would be three twenty fours, one twenty five, and one twenty six. But are any of them looking like they're they're one point one or something? 
Uh, I think two of the 24s are early to mid. Okay, let me put this in perspective. I mean, there's really no reason to even, even go over anymore, honestly. Let me, let, me, let me put it this way. This is the best way I can put it. Josh Allen crushes Young so much that you could include Javante and two first-rounders, and I still wouldn't do it. Um, and then the remaining three first-rounders, let's say, for Gibbs, I think is... I still don't know that I would do that. It's it, it's so tough because I don't know where those first rounders are. If you told me Smitty, one of them is going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. for sure next year. The other one, the guy's so bad. I'm probably gonna I'm probably looking at at least two top two picks at some point out of the like if you. But if you can't say that, there's no way. There's no way. Like I, you got Josh Allen. Josh Allen's arguably worth five first, five unknown first rounders in a super flex dynasty. You know, like I, if I had yeah. Josh Allen, I don't think I'd accept a, some ambiguous first rounders because what if they're all Quentin Johnsons? You're gonna give me five Quentin Johnsons for Josh Allen in a super flex dynasty? I could care less. You know. So no, bro. You got Gibbs. You got Gibbs and Josh Allen. You got two of the most exciting players in in, in a dynasty format. I, I don't know what I don't know why you'd even want to go that direction. You know, what happens if the league crumbles in two years, three years? No way. No way. Not a chance. Did you already do the trade? Because <laughs> you're quiet. Oh no, hell no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thought maybe you were asking me. No, I'm, I thought you were asking for forgiveness instead of <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, keep no, this, keep, this keep, ballers, bro. keep your ballers, bro. Keep your ballers, man. These guys are on, those guys are gonna be oh, absolute yeah. monsters. Yeah, don't do it. All right, hey, I gotta go, Mystic. Appreciate you, pal. See you tonight. We're drafting live on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. That link is being dropped right now in the live chat. So hit that link right now and get signed up in advance so you don't, you know, miss getting in. Uh, uh, the Quentin Johnson slander. It's not Quentin Johnson slander. It's just facts, prankster. <laughs> you know, you give me five Quentin Johnsons for J- Josh Allen in a Superflex dynasty. No, thank you. None of the top five quarterbacks. No way. All right. See you later, Mystic. Uh, Tyler, final thoughts. All right, man. Call him tonight. Later. Love, love the contact, man. I'll call you back tonight. Maybe yeah, call me tonight. Over. We're drafting on underdog, baby. Let's go. All right. See you. Appreciate you, Tyler. Appreciate it, boss. All right, guys, see you all. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty again. Tonight we draft. Make sure you hit that that link in the live chat. I'll drop it one more time. There's the link. Sign up in advance. They'll give you up to $100 in your first deposit. Let's roll. Appreciate you all. Uh, Javante season is in the, in the mix, baby. Let's go. Unicorn time. Javante. He is a unicorn. Don't forget, we're live at 8 p.m. Eastern, cemented in going forward. 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's go. Appreciate you guys. I'm live whenever news breaks, just like this news show right here on Javante Williams. Appreciate all my super chatters today. Uh, and don't forget, we're going to have the, a super chatter. I'm still thinking about... Oh, Alex with a super chat. Hold on. Alex, you still with us? Uh, Thomas says I missed his super chat. Okay, I might have. Hold on, hold on. I took Gibbs in my grandma league. I got that one. Melvin, appreciate you. Thomas, I got your super chat. Thomas, you here? Thomas and uh, and uh, uh, Alex. Alex, you still here? 
Let's hope Alex is still here. Thomas says, I'm working a 12-hour shift. Smitty coming through to the moon. Thomas, appreciate you. Alex. Alex is here. He's still here. Alex says, uh, Smitty, how do you feel about stacking Brees, Garrett Wilson, or QB wide receiver in redraft PPR leagues? Also was offered Gibbs and London for my digs. I would take Gibbs and London in a millisecond, Alex. In a millisecond. In fact, if you pull off Gibbs and London for just digs, I don't care if that's redraft, but if it's dynasty, you're smashing him to pieces. But in redraft, it's still a smash, bro. You are crushing him. You are crushing him. I don't care if people think it's bad. You laugh right in their face once it's all over, said, and done. Uh, Alex, first of all, don't ever apologize for dropping a, a super chat. Alex is sorry for the late last minute super chat. Alex, you drop a last minute super chat anytime you want, pal. Anytime you want. There's no apology needed. The 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 glory of this man right here. Um and and the the question of Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. I don't like doing that much in redraft, to be honest. I don't avoid it. It's a potent offense. It really just comes down to is the offense potent? Is the offense not potent? In this case, the offense is potent. And so, therefore, it's a good deal. You know, it's okay. But do I try and do it? No. Will I do it if it falls? No problem. Will I take two wide receivers like Waddle and Hill in a redraft or a non-best ball? Absolutely not. That's a disaster waiting to happen. Will I take Burrow and Chase? The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. You bet your bottom dollar I stack that, but it just is stack. The stacks are dependent on the situation, but usually it needs to be a very potent offense. And, and a Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson can both thrive in the same game. So that's okay. Uh, Hill and Waddle, that, that isn't something I'm looking to do. Hawkinson and, you know, a wide receiver, like those type of things. No, not doing that. Pitts in London. No, thank you. I don't want that. I don't want any part of that. London and Bijan, I, I, I'm okay with that one. Um, appreciate you. Thank you all for your super chats, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll be back tonight drafting on underdog. Alex, thank you. Uh, bonus, thank you. Melvin, bonus, Thomas, that boy, Blake, rock out, Dallas, overcome, Deckard. Appreciate every single one of you super chatting monsters out there. And don't forget, we're drafting tonight. Underdog Fantasy, promo code Smitty. Hit that link in the live chat. It'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. And you got to get signed up using that app. And then once you got the app and you're signed up, then you're just waiting for me to go live. And I'll tell you what to do. We're all going to get into the app together. And we're going to press the button together. We're going to go to the right draft together and hit the green button at the same time. But you got to get in. You got to sign up. Use the code. Use the link. The link inserts code Smitty for you or just insert code Smitty for yourself. Let's go. Drafting tonight. See you tonight. Thank you for moderating Travis and all my, my mods out there. Terry Roberts, all of you overcome. Appreciate you. Swaggy, appreciate you. Uh, you know who you are. All of you. Thank you. See you tonight.